0: from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve, and I'm the only one here for episode 151. I'm reaching out to a few people here on the social medias to see if they want to jump in here and uh, podcast alongside me uh, via remote on the phone here, and we'll see who decides to jump in, if anybody. But we've got a few matters to take care of. Uh, before anybody jumps in, well, no, not really. I don't know how I want to do this yet. The giveaway. I have all of the uh, entries for the giveaway. And I was just going to have somebody random pick it, but I think I what I'll have to do is so I'll have to fire up the old laptop here. And then I'll have to throw all these names into the random generator. Because if I don't have anybody here, I can't just have them randomly pick a number. So, I'll do that, and I'll be right back. And with the power of editing magic, it's done. All of the names are in. I don't know how many names it is. Uh, it doesn't say. And I don't. I didn't count them. So I don't know. More than 10. Uh, okay. We have all the people in here. We're going to click the spin button uh, three times. And I'm going to let it spin. How do I click the spin button? Where is it at? doo do, do 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 It just says click to spin or press enter. Oh, control plus enter. I'll just click. Okay. There it goes. One spin before it stops. I don't even look at it. and two. Okay, okay. Well, that's okay. D- can you guys hear that? It spun. It won. I guess we're there. I guess we have a winner. It's Eric Stevens. I'll take a picture here just so that you guys can see. I will do a quick rundown on the names to thank you all for joining. I don't know a couple of your names because you guys did off your uh, Instagrams. And sadly, I don't know your names for your Instagrams. Corn Cobb, uh, Brandon Cobb, Josh Dottenhahn, Eric Stevens, Stormy the ZJ, Kyle Carpenter, AZ Devil, G, Devil YJ, Steven Sinks, Zachary Scott, Charles Neely, Ryan Yost, Cody Featherston, Andy Montgomery, or Beer Andy, John Ahrens, and Jade Burke. Burke, Barg, Burg, Burg. I don't know. Jade. The only Jade. Thank you all for entering to win the Morflight, uh Ultimate Tire Repair Kit. And uh, yeah, so we have a winner. So Eric, I will be getting a hold of you to send you A thing, a thing, a thing, thing. Okay, sorry, you're not getting my full entire attention. (laughs) Maybe I should do some breaks in between that so it's not like so choppy maybe. Um, Just got a few things going on between getting you guys uh, the names drawn here and then Jimmy uh, from Snail Trail is texting me, kind of shot him a message and wanted to see if he wanted to be on the podcast. He said he would be in like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm messaging a few other people because I think it would be cool to have a few guests on here and that would be a pretty sweet deal. But I just got to get a couple lined up. This is super last minute. It's 10 o'clock at night on Monday and we just had a super long day. It was going to be just Joel and I uh, recording earlier, but the truck that was supposed to be done by five, I thought, didn't end up getting it finished until eight. And it was just a long day. I got here at six this morning. It's 10 after 10. It's a long day. Uh, so I'm trying to scratch up a really good podcast for you guys. Um, or at least something good enough and talk about some kind of off-road stuff. I haven't done diddly squat to the Jeep, which really sucks. This weekend I had planned on getting in here and working on it. Jess was like, yeah, go to the shop on Saturday and get some stuff done. And uh, instead came here on Saturday and started on a truck and then came back Sunday, finished the truck and then had to put a water pump in her Jeep. So, uh, I did work on a Jeep, just not my Jeep. Uh, if you guys want to hear about that, I'll tell you if you don't want to hear about it, I'll tell you anyway. So her Jeep has been leaking the last couple of weeks and I didn't know what it was. It was leaking on the driveway and I kind of looked at the puddle. Hmm. And I don't know if you guys know this, but on the WK2, the, the 2000, was it 14 and newer, maybe it's, I don't know. Anyway, the Jeep Grand Cherokees and probably a lot of the other Jeeps, they have got, you're going to like this, hydraulic engine mounts. So the engine mounts have a fluid in them. And when they go bad, they drip all over the ground. And one of them went bad a while ago and dripped all over the ground. And I could never figure out what the fluid was because it had no smell. Well, this time it was dripping. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to go out there one of these days and, and figure that out. You know, figure out what, what's leaking on the ground. Because it's definitely leaking every time she shuts it off it's put a little puddle on the ground. And then she's like, something's wrong with my Jeep. It's doing weird things. And so I want to go drive it. Er, she said it was leaking. And then we went to go drive it to uh, over to Bloomington, uh, which about an hour away. We went to do that last fr- Friday before last and, um, and she, or, and I, I, I was driving her vehicle and I'm like, something's going on here. She's like, what's that? And the temperature gauge is right in the middle. No big deal. But, uh, I mean, it didn't seem like it was a big deal. I didn't realize it normally runs down in like the, the lower quarter instead of half. And I was like, why are your fans running like constantly? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I know why. Because this thing's out of coolant. And so we stopped, checked it out. Sure enough, like a gallon and some change low on coolant. Filled up with coolant, blah, blah, blah. Kept cruising. Couldn't find the leak. Um, looked all over, nothing. Engine's dry. There's the the pan in the bottom uh between the engine and the radiator. There's a plastic pan down there. And the pan was all wet, but I couldn't tell where it was coming from. I'm like, I think maybe the water pump, but I can't tell. And I'm like, maybe the radiator, because it looks like there's something on the radiator too. But no, can't tell that either. So kept going back and forth. Then the other night, um, she said it did. It was doing again. The fans were kicking on. It's like, okay, it needs coolant. And um, I'm like, we really need to get that fixed like ASAP. So I come home from work and I popped the hood on it. And I'm like, I want to see if I can find out where this thing's leaking at. So fired it up and I had filled it, I topped off a coolant, fired it up, and I walked back around to the front of the engine. And this thing is literally, it looks like somebody's pouring a bottle of water onto the accessory drive Um, or like onto a fan. It's just blowing coolant everywhere. I'm like, oh, the water pump is done. Um, the seal there for the shaft had left the chat, like almost completely. <laughs> and so. Went to Napa the next morning, got a water pump, and then Sunday afternoon, um, I put a water pump in there. And honestly, in the WK-2, it wasn't too bad. I pulled off the air filter, uh, the intake tube from the air filter box to the throttle body. Pulled that tube, got it out of the way. Uh, there's this, like, sensor thing there um, right in the center of the engine. I unbolted two 10-millimeter bolts, got it out of the way. And then I already had access right to the water pump. Pulled the belt. Pulled the uh, drain, the radiator, pulled the lower radiator hose and what, like a heater hose or a bypass hose off the water pump. And I think was ready to come out. Um, Crazily. You can do this entire job with three sockets and a flathead screwdriver, uh, which is really impressive. Uh, It was a 10 millimeter, a 13 millimeter. And a 16 millimeter and a flathead screwdriver to take the band clamps loose, uh, or like the, the yeah, the band clamps loose for the air intake. So talk about an easy job. Uh went ahead and pulled it apart, uh, got it cleaned up, got the uh, face of the engine cleaned up, threw the new gasket on there, which it takes to it's like got a metal gasket with a rubber already like laid in, whatever you call that, and threw that back on there. Um and bolted everything back up snugged everything down put it all back together fire it up and good to go so honestly that was a super easy process i wish that uh everything on my jeep went that easy i'll tell you what this hosting by myself thing when i don't have a topic to talk about is not as fun uh as it is when you have other people so i'm just sitting here waiting for uh Couple people to get back to me about doing a podcast about off-road things. I would legit like to talk to somebody about off-road right now. I'd be okay with that, but I don't have anybody to talk to. I'm such a bummer.
1: I do adding weight.
0: (sighs) We didn't record any of that. Oh, really? What just happened there? (laughs) I'm an idiot. That's so weird. Okay, well Anthony and I've been talking for like fucking ten minutes now, and uh apparently I didn't record any of it somehow. I don't know. That's bizarre.
1: So are we recording now?
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh what I'm an idiot. (laughs) I can't when I do this. Oh. Oh, what's up with that? Great. Now I don't know how to fix this. Huh. How do I add a channel? Now I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Hold on one second. Okay, and we're back. Okay. All right. Now we're recording again. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Technical difficulties. So, I'm trying to set it guess up so we'll, we can get a hold of Jimmy so we can get logged in with Jimmy on Riverside via the um, like through the, the laptop as well. So I got Anthony on the right. phone. I'm gonna have Jimmy on the computer. We're gonna have a real podcast going here in a minute. Right. All right. Break it to the people. Is he sure Did he doesn't like, want
1: to run like some sort of ham radio, something the other.
0: Oh, <laughs> not Jimmy. Tyler might. Yeah. True. I was gonna reach out to Tyler, but I was like, I'm gonna call Jimmy. Right. Let's see here. What is this? I have to do all things. So run it by the people again um okay what you So about. now that we're recording <laughs> i'm so sorry It's <laughs> yeah, all good
1: <laughs> not a problem at all um so i just picked up today a 2005 tj it's the 2.4 four-cylinder with a nsg 376 speed manual 231 and then just you're, it is totally bone stock dana 30 dana 35 every single it's totally unmolested Every single piece of plastic trim is there. It is just a really good driving bone stock TJ. And um, I'm, of course, going to, more sales, all less research, cut it That's up, the way. put 44.9 in it. and um, But yeah, basically, my inspiration for it is kind of um, Fred Williams tube sock build. I really like the idea of just running like a 44-9 and on 37s or 38s with a four-cylinder that won't break them. And uh, basically, overall plan is obviously 44-9, 37s, 38s, 538 gears, chrome ollies, and a 231 to 231 doubler. And it'll be three-link front, four-link rear, stretched to... I want to go over a hundred inches.
0: That's that. if I can make it to one hundred
1: five. If I can make it to one hundred five, that'll be great. Is that but, a stretch uh, for a Wrangler? Have, um, yeah, they're like it's ninety three point some... <sighs> four stock.
0: So ten inch stretch. I mean, really though, if you do the front, push the front out like six inches, six seven inches, and then push the back out five.
1: So they, they get you pretty the high. The battle I have to fight with this one. Uh huh is, being an 05, it has the Mercedes steering box, not the Saginaw. So, I think I'm going to end up just getting the Genrite twisted pitman arm, Mm -hmm. which I think, if I remember right, I think I can go three-inch stretch with the twisted pitman arm, and leave my box stock location. And then I'll just take the... I'll get the rest out of the back, which I want more rear stretch than front anyway because I'm trying to fit... A you know decent rear shaft with a doubler, so you know Wrangler problems, but no doubt.
0: It, but yeah, and in...
1: I do have a Moto built TJ fuel cell that will help the equation as far as the rear stretch. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate full comp cuts,
0: oh, so okay. that
1: isn't going to happen.
0: Well, see, now re- you're just now you're just making it difficult.
1: I am, but it is what it is. I'm trying to think of the guy on Instagram. Is it? I think it's Recoil TJ. Okay, the one
0: that's painted and steal it. I haven't seen that one.
1: Um, I'll have to send it to you. But his, it's all like Gen Wright and Moto build out. Um, just a really, I feel like he's part of like or involved with rockstar garage or great American crawl. Like I know he's wheeled with those guys a bunch uh-huh. just from what I've seen online, but uh, I haven't talked to him at all, but I really like his, I think he's on JK 44s or something. So kind of similar to what I want to do. Um, and his rear tire is basically at the back of the tub.
0: So Which it's off like the cut. It's uh-huh. still
1: right. It has it a little has that radius to it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm shooting for. Which, when I built the Liberty, in my opinion, the recipe was wrong. It ended up 116, 117, with like a 21 inch belly height on 39s with Super Duties, and mm. um,
0: it's kind of tall. But was, the, the problem with the
1: Liberty it was, it was is it has bus. so much,
0: it has so much frame.
1: What was the wheelbase? 117. One. I. I got it. I originally set it up 117, but then with the spring perches in the back, shortened it to 116. But with like a twenty inch-ish belly height and thirty-nines, I laid the belly on everything. I it, like laid the belly on everything, kept getting hung up on shit. It was a tree magnet. It was a school bus in the woods. I just I did not like that wheelbase, especially on 39s with that low belly height. And the battle with the Liberty was roof height versus belly height because the body is so tall. Mm-hmm. And even after I cut the roof off and like, honestly, when I cut the roof off and just built my cage flat, instead of following how the roof went stock, I could, I lost like three or four inches of roof height. It shortened it up a good bit, but it still, it was just all. And, um, I ended up ended up trading it for Cherokee on a Kingpin and fourteen bolt hybrid cage, like just typical Cherokee build four O AX fifteen. And um I'm in the middle of four link in the back of that, and then it's gonna be for sale just because I need the money to adult for a little bit. Um and I got this T J that's way more my speed. So um that Basically, I'm doing full liquidation and building this TJ and get a new truck. Um,
0: that sounds pretty cool.
2: It should
1: be a good time, and like I'm gonna be very weight conscious with this build. Um, honestly, it weighs like 32 and change curb stock. Oh, that's my bad. If if I can keep it sub 45 which I feel is doable, especially because I plan on getting like a very low profile aluminum front bumper, any armor I put on it, I'm going to spend the money and get the aluminum armor. Um, just carry it
0: as lightweight as possible. Yeah.
1: yeah, Nothing, nothing crazy. Don't add a bunch of weight. Um, as far as a cage goes, I'm going to do like a, basically, have you seen like the cage add on kits, or they'll leave like the stock B pillar and family bar, and then just throw like a stick and a half a tube at it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just gonna do that. I'm gonna make it safe for one rollover.
0: <laughs> one rollover,
1: because like obviously the factory B pillar bar and shit in a roll is probably gonna bend. Right. But as long as it keeps me and my daughter safe for one this isn't a rig that I'm going to be going and hitting buggy lines with mm-hmm. and intentionally rolling. Yeah. So I, I, I want get it to that... be super streetable, take it camping, right. daily drive it. So like, and then whenever I get the funds, I plan on building a full buggy. Hey, I still have,
0: um, I'm going to add Jimmy. I'm going to hold that oh, yeah. thought for Go a ahead. second. I'm going to call Jimmy and yeah. add him in on a, um, basically party line. So I can't get, I can't get the computer to work for through their Riverside, uh, FM link. So okay. I'm just going to call him and add him in. Yeah, that works. All right, here it comes. Maybe. Here it is. Jimmy Jet. Yo. All right, hold on. I got Anthony on the other line and I'm gonna merge you guys together. Okay. And now we have a party.
2: Party, party. on.
0: Okay. Jimmy Jet, Anthony Karen. <laughs> hey Anthony.
2: Hey man? Good.
1: How are you? Pretty good
0: so i will admit that one. i
1: am pretty <laughs> i am pretty far behind on both your podcasts
0: oh well <laughs> just hang up on this guy i'm a quick. huge
1: fan of both
0: give me one second while I hang up on you. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> if anybody can keep up to ours then i'm sure
0: oh, you guys are ridiculous. So i expect
2: everybody to be behind
1: Well, see, my biggest issue is I went from working a job for 14 months. So I'm I'm a union electrician, but I was working in a fab shop for like 14 months where I had earbud in eight to 10 hours a day, every day. So I was caught up on every podcast I listened to. And then when I got laid off from that job, I'm never like other than short drives in the car or something, I never listening to like, sure. So it's hard to stay caught up
0: my favorite place to listen to. I was going to turn you guys on the other day and at least click catch up to the, the, the like latest episode. And while I was working on mm-hmm. Jess's Jeep and, uh, I, what I went to get on, like, I opened my phone to do something and saw a, <laughs> and saw a podcast with Jordan Peterson and Andrew Huberman, uh, of Huberman lab. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's going to be good. <laughs> and clicked <laughs> nice. it, and just like, rich, like you know, instinctively clicked it, and I was like, "What was I doing again?" You know, like I was almost done with her Jeep. I was like, "Damn it! I was going to listen to an off-road podcast because I can't listen to <laughs> I can't listen to off-road podcasts while I'm working because it makes me want to go do Jeep things. That's not very <laughs> lucrative to working.
2: <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> yeah. My only
1: issue is when I am in the shop, I'm always like grinding or cutting or something. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to actually listen.
0: That's well, I was like, I'm grinding, you know, eight, eight, 10 hours a day. And, uh, so I always have hearing protection on or in. Right. So I'm always listening to something, some, some variety of something. Right. But, Yep. So yeah, you guys, you guys put out all of the information. I don't know how you guys. I don't know how you guys (laughs) keep up. I can barely keep up with one pod, putting out one podcast a week.
2: Well, we record at the same time. We don't record at two different times.
0: What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, both of yeah, and and you guys don't do a Patreon audio, do you? No, so you do Do two podcasts in a way. Oh, I definitely do at least two podcasts worth, about two hours worth total.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, and it's pretty similar we just yeah. instead of releasing ours behind closed doors we just release it
0: you know ours. to everybody
2: and it's not yeah. so foul
0: ours is- <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying jimmy
2: <laughs> uh, you definitely would need the e-rating on that one if that was published
0: yeah yeah that uh it gets it gets western in the old patreon <laughs> yeah, you never know well, what's gonna if, happen, uh, and it's and it's no hold bars either. You just, you just like let it, you just send it. Uh, <laughs> it's just full sins But
1: if you're looking to listen to like a three hour podcast, go oh, check out Blue Collar Off Road. Oh, I know because I was just on them. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that <laughs> for, actually.
1: Yeah, I've actually been on their podcast twice. Once talking about the Liberty, and yeah. then. We all went wheeling at Good Evening Ranch in West Virginia, which those guys are a party. It was a great time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who all did you go with? Nice. Um,
1: Luke, Graham, and Richie came down, and then their friend JB. Oh, nice. And then um, we had a bunch of guys part of my normal wheeling crew, and uh, I think we had right around thirteen or fifteen rigs. Wow. It was a big group.
0: That's yeah. It's a good sized group for sure.
1: Uh, And um, the night the night runs were sponsored by
2: Apple Pie,
0: so that that was cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Uh
2: (laughs) that's a good way to keep the rigs together.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. Graham managed
2: Graham managed to explode
1: a Adams thirteen fifty rear drive (laughs) shaft. Wow, and it actually the slip part of the drive shaft broke diagonally it was the weirdest break but he also ripped his traction bar off the axle at the same time
0: good grief how hard was he beating on it <laughs>
1: well he was on about a four foot ledge mm-hmm. and his jeep was at like a 45 degree angle when he was about to hit it he hit the ledge so hard it went past horizontal mm. The SN came up at least four and a half to five feet, and then slammed back down in the hole with the tire spinning.
0: Yeah, yeah. that'll do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know the typical
1: southeastern style of beatdown.
0: Sounds about right, Jimmy. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What's the word on over there on uh, on the Rubicon?
2: In regards to what?
0: uh like with the fire and fire damage and closers and all that uh, it's open it's okay. been open
2: for a while now oh really uh no f- yeah the fire never got to it oh, um, awesome. they closed it down just for safety factors Uh huh. Um, and mainly because you can't get if the fire does come that way the fire will travel faster than you can get off the rubicon oh for sure
0: so, yeah it made yeah, sense I, when you guys are I I think I was listening to one the episodes you guys were talking about them closing it down for that um, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Derek was talking about last week think, and he was like I think it's still closed I'm like oh yeah that's right the fires are about those Um, that's good to hear that it didn't make it to the Rubicon trail I need to get out there before something does happen like that and right. yeah, I don't get to see it like that would suck Yeah. so, so. I think
1: you know being from Pennsylvania yeah I think my only hope of making it out there sometime soon is flying out and riding bitch.
0: I mean, I get it. Which <laughs> it's a fine. Totally. Option. Okay. With. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I and mean, in all you. honesty, if I could fly out and ride with someone for a long weekend on the Rubicon and go camp bucket list fulfilled, like, <laughs> right, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a few organizations that will are do like tours, Rubicon tours. Yeah. Um, and they'll, you can either, Use their rigs, drive their rigs, have them drive your their rig, and you ride along, or bring your own rig, and they'll guide you through. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So you could you could get on with the, one of those adventure tours and um, you know, drive their rig through the Rubicon, and they just right. be sitting bitch.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: because
1: here I'll look on Google Maps and see how insanely far it is.
2: A long way. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> 4,800 miles No, it's okay, not that far Okay, so right?
0: We're going on trail South Lake Tahoe
1: It is It's taking a while to load It is 2,395 yeah. miles
0: Yeah, it's not it even is that bad 36
1: hours of driving Not counting towing
0: 2,400 miles? I mean, it's like right next door. Right. (laughs) And I mean,
1: 36 hours of driving, you need sleep.
0: Yeah. Nah. And
2: then you go drive the Rubicon for two to three days. Yes. (laughs) Right. Which, in all seriousness,
1: when my friends go out to Moab, they do not stop. It's bathroom, fuel, and food. That's it. And they just (sighs) sleep in the truck and take turns driving. Yeah. Because uh, okay. Moab from us is like 28.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a trip. Yeah. That's like 22 for us, I think. Something like that. Wow.
2: I feel good with my 16 now. <laughs> right. Uh, I am, by the way, Steve, yeah. you
1: have to make it to Good Evening Ranch with us next year.
0: Where are you at in PA?
1: <laughs> I am in Western PA West, northwest of Pittsburgh.
0: Northwest of you can't be that far from Eric. Eric is outside, I, like Kingsley. I am in, uh,
1: where? What state is that? West Virginia?
0: No, in Pittsburgh, in in PA. You said Kingsley? Yeah, I think, I think he's out. He's up there somewhere. I no idea where that is. Okay, you're in northwestern PA. Oh, you're no, you're nowhere near where he's at. He uh, said, yeah,
1: I am actually. If you look on a map, it's yep. typing Beaver, PA.
0: What? We're not typing Beaver, PA into program. the maps, okay? <laughs> trying to get me, trying to get me on a watch list.
2: Um, this isn't the Patreon, Steve.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> to on a watch list here. Are we even recording yet? Oh yeah, we've been recording.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, we started the
1: first off. First ten minutes of mine and Steve's conversation. We weren't,
2: but it's all good. May <laughs> have
0: missed some RAM talk. We'll have to circle back.
2: That's okay. <laughs> we can we can continue on.
0: Uh, so he. Uh... I am
2: considering building up my power stroke though.
0: Oh, that's not a bad idea. What year is that one? It's a
2: ninety-seven.
0: 97. So is
2: that the last year of the OBS or was the last year? 98?
0: 97.
2: Last year. Last Nine. year of OBS. And here in California, it doesn't need to be smogged.
0: In 98. Oh, that's awesome. In 98, Ford went stupid and was like, I'm going to build a three quarter half ton with seven lug nuts.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, they really didn't even release anything in 98.
0: Oh, really? Nothing at all?
2: It was, yeah, it was like a weird year where they... Yeah. It's kind of like the YJ
1: to TJ can... um, Jeep didn't have a 96 YJ. Oh, really? Yeah, they stopped production. All the YJs were 95s, and then the TJ was obviously 97. So there was like a year there, which obviously... I was born in 01, so like I don't know the actual details of if there were 95 YJs that didn't hit lots till 96. Like, yeah, I don't know the, any of the details on that, but I know that there isn't a 96 model year.
0: Oh, uh, interesting. I didn't know that, but it makes, I mean, I get it now. I mean, it does make sense once I start thinking about like, oh, yeah, I've never seen a 96 YJ. Right. Yeah. They just need a little, a little split year so they can take a break and, gear up for the release of the newer newer body style. Right. I'm sure that's the same thing Ford was doing. So, yeah, yeah Ford the, had all
2: kinds of things they needed to figure out.
0: The uh They were
2: under all the exhaust emission rules that they had to like solve, that's and come out with a different emission control.
0: Oh, really? Really? I didn't I didn't know any of that. Um
1: and, you know, Dodge just took an amazing motor and put a really shitty VP44 pump on it.
0: Um, sounds, like, sounds like a pretty good idea. That's how, yeah. you, that's how you get all the uh, all the warranty work. Um, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so You're like you're way like you're on the complete opposite side of the state of what I was thinking, because you're basically yeah. in Ohio.
1: Basically. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm 25 minutes from Ohio. Yeah.
0: My my east and west was all mixed up.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I didn't know. Where but anyway,
1: in. um <laughs> good evening, ranch.
0: Oh yeah, it,
1: it's in it's a uh, Summersville, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: which, like I should be. I don't
1: know. It is amazing.
0: Summersville. It's uh huh. It's, it's um straight south. Oh, totally, you? that's so weird on a map to look at that.
1: It is literally. I drive. It's a straight shot. As soon as I catch seventy nine, it's a straight shot.
0: That's just I, like, I weird.
1: I change two highways from my house to there. It's, and it's a three and a half hour drive, not towing.
0: How far so, is like, it from me? That's the question. From Summer shine, to Somerville, oops, ten hours. Hello? Uh, I have no idea. One second. Hold on. There so, really is
2: a Beaver, Pennsylvania. By the <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, I
0: looked it up. Yes, <laughs> it's well, just Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> pretty much Suburb, Yeah, it's just Pittsburgh. It is. So, oh, if the I just funny take thing a-
1: is uh-huh. with there is I'm in Beaver County, then there's Beaver, PA. Beaver Falls. Beaver Falls. There's like there's 10 different beaver something or you yeah, know north beaver, south beaver, like it it's ridiculous they weren't very original with naming townships. She needs more beaver. Um in PA. Yeah.
0: Um it <laughs> looks like even though there's not really a straight road once you get south of Columbus, um just over 8 hours. That's all bad. That's not terrible. It's not. That's not a whole lot different than what we're going to do at the end of the month. From where are you here going to Adventure Off Road Park?
1: Oh, you're going AOP. I'm hoping. So I will be going to AOP as long as everything goes right for the Trail Trash Meet and Beat.
0: Hell yeah! In May. I don't know if I'll be able to make that or not. That would be cool to go do that. i want to have those guys, one of those guys, at least on here. I just haven't been able to make it work with my schedule yet. Right. And also trying to get, I think Luke from uh blue color offer podcast, trying to get him on here as well. Yeah. Um, just cause I think Luke's it'd be cool.
1: a good time. He's going to talk shit on my spotting. Yeah. Rent. Well, that's um, funny. yeah, because <clears throat> that's been the joke since good evening
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: because you know i was spotting when graham rolled
0: oh well that's your fault then it's 100 oh yeah totally fault. did you see the video no i didn't i don't think i did
1: uh, i'll send you the video All it right. went from the jeep went from totally planted to on its lid in about two seconds well,
0: when you're having a good time, was this a night? ride? Was this at night? No, it was during the day. Oh, okay, thought maybe it the was just spotting. Might have been his sponsored driver. By
1: when you see the video, his driver rear tire dropped into a hole that I couldn't see from the passenger side as I was spotting him.
0: Oof. Yep, that's uh, and over she goes. Yeah, needs more flex to fix
1: that um his front suspension is limited his his limit straps are short because he the front shaft binds.
0: oh see I think so he had to limit binds. the front. I'm guessing that my front shaft binds, but I don't know that for sure. gotta go to a thirteen fifty No, I'll just leave it there. It's fine for now <laughs> Just go straight to fourteen tens. Get all the the angle.
1: I had a 1410 rear shaft on the Liberty. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I put the 1350 on the back of here from Adams and on the back of my Jeep from Adams. And it's a beautiful shaft. I don't have any binding issues. I just want a little extra um, strength in the back so that I can detonate something in the transfer case instead. Right. Yeah. Just move the move the wink link forward.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the nice thing about this TJ build is running the hundred and forty horsepower four cylinder with a doubler should be and nice. a forty four and nine. I can run baby parts as far as drive shafts and stuff, and it'll hold up.
0: Right. Speaking of one hundred and forty horsepower, Jimmy, what's your plans for Bobcat?
2: Bobcat or Samantha?
0: Uh, I thought. Well, is Samantha getting the
2: tons? Uh, I don't know tons for me. Tyler's the one getting the the big axles with the uh, ten and a half inch ring gears out of the Tundra. But
0: I thought
2: staying on the Toyota axles. Okay, as is Samantha.
0: Hmm. I thought you were considering. I mean, when you're
2: rocking a 22 RE and you got like 90 horsepower, you don't need bigger axles.
0: Well, right. (laughs) Tell Dustin Speakman that. Um,
2: yeah, unless you go to bigger <laughs> tires, but I'm going to try. I'm going to tiptoe the line. I think I'm going to go to 40s on Samantha and um, see what I can break. It'll be fine.
1: So.
0: As long as you're gentle.
1: Obviously, you're a Yoda guy. And, what a, lot the, right. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the guys in my group are starting to move away from jeeps and into like samurais on yodas and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and i'm looking at so i'm building this tj right now whatever it's going to be like a street driven holdover rig but my goal is to build a full moon buggy
0: mm-hmm. and toyota i axles. have access R- to a propel. set of yodas yep if you got access to a set of Yoda axles, I don't know why you wouldn't just acquire them just because.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm kind of leaving them where they're at Mm. just in case someone else in the group needs them before I do.
0: Mm. I think because
1: they're already in the group.
0: What do you think about, uh, in Jimmy, this will be a question for you as well. What do you think about the, if you have seen it, the buggy that, um, Oh man, his name just slipped my mind. I have been awake too long. What uh it's a it's a tube buggy on Dana 30's front and rear. Oh, um
1: the one Nick Gennard's building. Thank you.
0: I'm sorry, Nick. Shoot me later. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's kinda I'm I'm excited to see that thing out and about.
1: That was also another idea I had recently because that, I picked up a
2: mm-hmm. what size tires is he going to run? 37s?
0: 37 reds. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Have you seen it yet? Jim? I
2: think that's a re- recipe for disaster. It's fine. It'd be fine. I mean, that'd be like, it'd be like running a samurai axle.
0: Mm, sort of. So I, I want to say it's lightweight, but it's not actually that light. I want to say it came in, what, just under 3000 pounds.
1: Some like that. I know he's running the four liter and shit.
0: Yeah. Are you are you sure they're 37s? Yeah, they're probably I don't know. They look like 35s in this. I'm future.
1: pretty sure they're 37
0: reds. Yeah, they might be.
1: I've ha- I had this idea for because I have a bunch of random Cherokee parts laying around. Mm-hmm. A mid-engine. Four liter AW four two thirty one two thirty one doubler with Dana thirties <clears throat> front and back on thirty five side by side stickies.
0: Did you say mid engine? Yes. How would you pull that off with the wheelbase?
1: Um. So pretty much, yeah. Basically, how I was planning on building it was put the motor on, like put motor trans with dual cases on the shop floor, set the rear axle, wherever it needed, wherever I wanted to locate it. So Mm -hmm. under the crank pulley, under the oil pan, whatever. My goal would probably be under the crank pulley.
0: Oh, and then,
1: and then set the front axle.
0: So mid engine, but not really mid engine right like more rear, rear engine. yeah rear
2: yeah more yeah. more rear engine, rear mid rear. engine. i
0: right. gotcha I yeah gotcha. mid-engine
2: but barely in front of the rear axle <laughs> right exactly only
0: mid by a smidge which which
2: is still considered mid-engine yeah. yes right.
0: yes it is by defi- but, by technicality right um i've thought
2: but, about doing that with a toyota pickup
0: what would be the advantage
1: um you, it'd be unique Okay. Basically, my goal was single seat, but narrow a Cherokee hood and grill. Stupid narrow, mm-hmm. and you know, just have it lots of visibility. Yeah, oh and God, it, it would way? honestly be just a stupid <laughs> head turner. And of all places, go to Bannum Jeep Fest, which is like mecca for Jeeple, and right. go Trail Guide Blacks.
0: Are you ready? Are you ready for the idea? Don't tell anybody about this because it's it's just between the three of us. Okay. Here's the deal. Right. Yeah. You build the podcast. No, no, they're not listening. Um, all right. (laughs) So you start with that same concept you just talked about. You, Mm. um, how would you do this? I'm trying to think how you do this. So you, you figure out how to stretch a Cherokee body. Okay. You build the chassis and everything like that. And you basically sit like the Cherokee on it. No, you sit like where you would sit in relation to the front axle. Your feet would be like your feet would either be in front of the front axle or, or just like right even with the front axle. Okay. Right. So engines behind you, all that stuff's behind you. You're sitting on top of the steering axle. Then instead of narrowing the, the front end of the Cherokee ridiculously, you just cut all that stuff up and kind of like remake it into like a bullnose straight up looks like a gambler 500 Photoshop. <laughs> so you have a, you have a Jeep Cherokee van.
1: <laughs> Basically that do would be that, funny as hell. Do
0: that and break the internet.
1: <laughs> right. That would be funny.
0: That would be I awesome. just wanted
1: to do this little rear steer on 35 side by side stickies buggy just mm-hmm. to go freak. Basically, I wanted to go trail ride, trail guide black trails at Bantam Jeep Fest. And crab walk into the front of the group in front of some Jeeple in a JKU on thirty sevens that shouldn't even be going on the black trail. It's fine. that was basically the goal in mind was to freak them out because rear steer is weird to a lot of people.
0: <laughs> I need to go to that thing. I like it. I need to go to the to Jeep one of those Jeep Festival thingies. If my stuff would ever stay together. Um, so Sounds like a good Bantam, time. Bantam is a very
1: good social event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like I still had the Liberty at the time.
0: I'm social. Mm-hmm.
1: And I ended up at BF Goodrich's camp, hanging out with Marvin and Andrew Bailey. Nice. And the BFG guys were taking the liber- Liberty for hot laps around the campground. So like <laughs> that was a good time, but the wheeling is not worth it. No, I didn't figure it was. Like,
0: you could bring the KJ and have a better time. Yeah. Yeah, just for getting the looks. Right. I mean, I pretty much figured that. But,
1: if you do come out for Bantam Jeep Fest, you're only about an hour from Wellsville.
0: I was like, Jesus, that's in your backyard. Bantam is in your backyard.
1: It's 40 minutes from me. Wow. So... Wheeling there isn't great.
0: Yeah, but Wellsville is.
1: I could take you to Wellsville while you're here.
0: Which would be a good time.
1: <laughs> it would be a very good time.
0: See. Not a bad idea. You're already there. And then like if you plan it correctly and take an entire week off, you leave there and go directly to uh Roush Creek. <laughs> right? I actually Isn't that how you would I do? have
1: never you could. Roush is You're across and Roush is about four and a half hours from me.
0: That's not bad. You're it's already a cr- it's across pay it, it's
1: eight it's hours. It's across PA from me.
0: It's eight hours to get to Bantam, To the Bantam Deep right. Fest. Right. Yeah, for me. So uh, that's a that's a click. I've never
1: been to Roush.
0: Uh-huh. Um it's four hours away you've never been. I, yeah,
1: because of the you
0: cost. We're going to have to let you go. (laughs) I have
1: really good wheeling closer than that. That doesn't cost a hundred and something dollars for the first day,
0: but it must be fun. Why else would they charge so much?
1: (laughs) I've heard good things about Roush, but there's so like, as far as the trails go, but it's also fairly spread out. Oh, really? Where like good evening ranch is. I think it's 400 acres 500 acres something about that
0: mm-hmm. but it's, it's but set up
1: as like it's set up as a horseshoe so like the actual ranch which it is a, it is a horse ranch that they do like barrel racing and stuff at too mm-hmm. the actual ranch is like at the top of the mountain and then you drop off the sides of it and on three sides there's all trails And it's literally, if you stand in one spot and look 360 degrees, all you see is more badass buggy lines. Wow. But there's a lot of trails packed into it. And
0: that's, they have
1: a restaurant and bar on property. The owners can't be nice. Like they could not be any nicer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like they have a welder and stuff. If you need it, they'll weld your stuff. Um, And then the cabins are basically houses. And it's $52 for the weekend to wheel and they don't charge for passengers. Oh, that's not bad. Where Rouse Creek, if you're riding or driving, it's $65 a day plus the $50 membership.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not cheap. And that's the hard part. $50 membership when you don't live in the state. Like, oof.
1: Right. Which honestly, if you want to do a big road trip, Hit Wellsville, Rouse Creek, all of that. Mm -hmm. Wait until 2024. That seems because Paragon is opening back up. Oh, really? So, Pennsylvania DCNR, which is like the state parks, Mm -hmm. bought the land. They got like a bunch of grant money in the budget to buy land for recreation. And they bought the land paragon is on and they're making it into an off-road park oh. a state run it'll be similar to like AOAA as a county owned park where this will be state owned but from what i've heard rumors of the guys that helped get AOAA off the ground are getting involved with paragon
0: so how long has paragon been closed
1: over 10 years oh wow from But, like, locals have been riding there the entire time, from what I've heard. Which, obviously, I'm five hours away. I only get bits and pieces of the rumor mill. Right. But, from what I've heard, the trails are still there. Locals have been riding them. But now, the state bought it, and now it's going to be, like, a state-run thing. Which... They are going to allow jeeps, but they still have to do the full motor vehicle use plan and all of that with state parks. And um, if Pennsylvania is good at anything, it's fucking up a good thing. Mm. So,
0: well, I'm we'll really know. hoping
1: they. Right, exactly. Because from what I've heard, Paragon was the best park on the East Coast at the time, or one of oh, really? the best parks on the East Coast. I'm
0: looking at the old map of it from back in the day, and it just looks like a like it looks yeah, like <laughs> right Wait. How many, how many acres is it?
1: Um, I'm not sure, but what's the owner of Badland's name? Kyle, right? Yeah.
0: He owned Paragon. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it wouldn't surprise me a bit if he has hands in it. That's the one he that, did, that's the, one, um, that's the one he they owned, owned that and then Yeah. Uh, I
1: see. It was actually an imminent domain thing because they were gonna build an airport.
0: He, oh, no kidding.
1: And then they couldn't build an airport.
0: Wow. It doesn't look so like it the is terrain
1: j- is conducive to that. Right. Which, obviously, I might have some of the details wrong. This is right. just stuff I've heard over time.
0: But for sure. Jimmy.
1: But regardless, it's back. It's going to be coming. So you've, it's opening summer of twenty four. Yeah. So if you're gonna make a twelve hour drive to Eastern PA to go wheeling, you might as well make it a big thing, go hit Roush, AOAA and Paragon all in one go. Yeah.
0: That makes I mean it'd be worth it if you're gonna go if yeah, if you're gonna make the drive for sure. For me anyway. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: We just have to make sure you don't break your stuff at Wellsville on your way to Eastern PA.
0: No, nah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh Jimmy yeah what uh what do you guys have coming up uh over there in your neck of the woods anything good
2: nothing too exciting is happening for us i mean it's winter
0: season mm-hmm. um so
2: we're just sort of waiting for the snows to fall so that we can go drive you know out in the fun areas and go play in the snow uh we do have a winter fun fest coming up which is usually in late January, which is a, um, Cal four wheel event, um, that's put on up in Northern California that, um, drives a bunch of off-road you drive over the snow on, um, like on actual roads, but they're just, you know, they're covered in snow. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good fun time because, uh,
0: because of elevation.
2: Yeah. Mainly elevation. A lot of the roads up there are closed and, uh, that just people just don't go out there, you know, and then they, uh, you know, so then these off-road clubs will go and traverse them and go have fun and go you know, play around on these roads that are technically closed.
0: That sounds pretty cool. I heard, I was listening yeah. to, uh, the latest episode of the tradesman experience and they said over there in Reno that, uh, snowed fallen on the mountains on top of the mountains. So they were seeing yeah. some of that going on.
2: Um, yeah, we're having a big storm running through here and then, uh, tonight and the next few days. And we're supposed to get a a few feet of snow, I believe. So
0: a few feet of snow.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of snow coming up here in the next, we had probably a solid foot, maybe a foot drop in the last, uh, 24 hours. And we'll get another few more feet coming up here and over the next 48 to 72 hours. That's in the mountains or is that like where you're at? No, nothing where I'm at. It's like okay. a one every five years that maybe gets a dusting where I live. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like summit. Summit. Folks. I got you. I got you.
0: Yeah. What town, like what town yeah. are you in or by? I don't know if you want to give that information away, but how far, how far <laughs> uh, north of, uh, of Chris and, um, Jason. Thank you, man. My yeah. We're,
2: we, it takes us about three hours. Roughly to get to them. And um they're they're down in southern the South Bay area. Yeah. Um
0: San Jose general area.
2: San Jose. San yep. Jose. And then Tyler and I are outside of Sacramento. I'm about a half an hour oh. um northeast of Sacramento and Tyler's just outside of it, five, ten minutes. You you buy Rose uh, Roseville? Yeah, actually I'm really close to Roseville. Okay. Actually I'm in Roseville at the
0: current moment. Yeah. Oh nice. I yeah. was just, uh, I can drive to you. I'll be there in no time flat. So, yeah. yeah. Good luck. Even 30 hours. <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: what are you looking it up
0: on a map? Huh? I'm on Google Maps. I got Google Maps pulled up on the yeah. computer. So I was looking at all the other stuff. And And I knew you guys were up there, but I didn't know where. So yeah, you're, you guys are, are you guys what? An hour and a half from Rubicon?
2: yeah it takes on a good day i could get if i drive a uh, bobcat i could get there in an hour and a half if i tow it takes me a little longer just because you can't whip the corners as fast
0: you guys just take 80 uh, it takes me like
2: uh i'll go up 80 to auburn and then cut off and head out to georgetown and go up that way um but a lot auburn. of people will go up highway 50 and go ice house road and head across that direction as well Where's fifty? yeah it'll take me it mm. takes me an hour and a half to 2 hours to get to the spillway at Plume Lake I got you and it'll I'm take not, me an I've, hour yeah to get to like Fordyce
0: I have played around on maps a handful of times what I did realize is how close Lake Tahoe is to um Fordyce and and Rubicon I didn't realize realize how close that was until I looked up on the map and I was like, whoa, they're like right on top of each Mm -hmm. other. It's like with that, I can just put my wife in in an Airbnb on Lake Tahoe and I can go four-wheeling and everybody's happy.
2: Hmm. Yes. Let us know when you're going to do it. We'll meet you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where is Highway 50?
2: Highway 50 goes to South Lake Tahoe. From Sacramento.
0: Oh, I see. Like if you're leaving Uh, Sacramento, it kind
2: of, there's two freeways that come out. One of them goes to South Lake Tahoe, that's Highway 50. Mm -hmm. And one of them goes up towards Reno, and that's Highway
0: 80. I got you.
1: Yeah. So he goes through like Placerville
2: and all of that. Mm
0: -hmm. That, Yeah,
2: that's Highway 50.
0: Yeah, that's 50. Yeah, you said you took. I live off
2: of Highway 80.
0: So you said you take 80 to Auburn and then you take, you go 49 down to 50.
2: 49. Well, I go 49 out to Georgetown. Oh. Which is technically like the start of the Jeepers Jamboree and Jam,
0: um, Jeep Jamboree. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. That's so where I, they all start. So you take 49 and then 193 over to Georgetown? Yep. And then oh. I head up, I believe 193 continues
2: on. It's, and then it turns into Wentworth Springs Road. And you just continue driving up that way to like Uncle Tom's cabin.
0: Uh huh. Drive that, all the yeah. way
2: up into the mountains, and then yeah, a few more turns, and then you're there.
0: Okay. This is the end of the main, and I'm going to go to the Patreon. Okay, check out our sponsors. I mean, our uh, our partner company is not really sponsors, but they are kind of sponsors. But they're kind of not. They're really just good people with good companies that like to help other people. So we support them. So check out complete off road. Check out crawler off road. Check out off road anonymous, and check out morphlate. All of those are dot com addresses. Um, check out your show. Check your show notes for uh, all your social media stuff, where to find us on social media, and things like that. And I think that's all I know. Um. Thanks for joining us for episode 151. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it was decent. And I will catch you on the trail.